Thanks for listening in to the Calvary Podcast, coming to you from Miami, Florida. We're so glad you've joined us. We hope today's message will encourage you and remind you that God is with you and He's for you. Here's today's message. Hebrews chapter 12. Uh, I, I'm going to go through different scriptures throughout the next four or five weeks. By the way, how exciting. We're going to have Lisa Harper with us in two weeks. and She's got to be here. She's hilarious. and I agree with Steph. She's going to make you laugh, cry. I mean, boogers all over the place. But she's an incredible, incredible Bible teacher. Phenomenal, anointed. And I can't believe she's going to be with us. She's spoken all over the world. And I'm so excited to have her here. But over the next few weeks, we're going to go through different scriptures today. I want to focus on Hebrews chapter 12. The writer of Hebrews is encouraging the believers, the followers of Jesus, to look forward. Beginning in verse 1, if you don't have a Bible, we're also going to put uh, the verses up on the screen. It says this, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off. Somebody say, throw off. Everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning his shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. So that you will not grow weary and lose heart. I told you at the beginning of 2018, we're going to get the year off running. Anybody ready to run in 2018? Five people, amazing. We're going to run. Come on, anybody ready to run in 2018? Out of those few verses, I want to share with you a message that's on my heart, and you can write this down on the new journal you just got, but I want to talk to you out of the subject, never going back. Never going back. I'm believing for your life. I'm believing for your marriage. I'm believing for your family. I'm believing for your business. I'm believing for your health, that you are never going back to the dark days, that you're never going back to the days of pain. I'm believing that God is for you. I'm believing that God goes before you. I'm believing that his hand is upon you. Come on, we are never going back. Can I get an amen? Come on, why don't we bow our heads, close our eyes, and let's ask God to bless this time together. I'm excited. I'm about to take off running myself. Come on, let's pray. Father, we just thank you this morning, God, for your goodness, for your grace, your mercies that are made new each and every single day. God, we thank you that you're for us, that you're with us, God. We pray that you would just, uh, God, right now begin to lift up heads. God, if anybody walked in discouraged, if anybody walked in some kind of issue in their life, that you begin to heal, deliver, save, God, that you'll open up their eyes so that we can see you better. Because if we see you, Jesus, we will never be the same again. Thank you for a new year. Thank you for a new day, God. Thank you for the 9 a.m., the 11 a.m. Thank you for the 1 p.m. and the 7 p.m. tonight in Winwood, God. Have your way all throughout our services today, God. And I thank you that 2018 started amazing by Barcelona getting a brand-new player, Coutinho, God. And uh, we're going to win the Champions League. In Jesus' name, all God's people say. Amen. Oh, come on. All God's people say. Amen. 11 a.m. Can you give Jesus a big shout of praise? Come on. Anybody familiar with the term um, backseat driver? Backseat driver. Come on, anybody know what I'm talking about? Backseat driver. Uh, how many know that's the worst thing in the world? A few days ago, 
few days ago, a few of us, we, we had the day off, and it was a group of us, and we decided to head to the mall. Head to the mall. It was early in the morning. We said, let's go to the mall. We decided to go to Aventura Mall, right? Aventura Mall is beautiful. It was, they, we haven't been there in such a long time. It was early in the morning. The problem is nobody wanted to drive all the way to Aventura, right? And uh, so they, they picked me to drive. They're like, Alex, why don't you drive? And that's okay. I, I like to drive. I enjoy driving. And so I said, okay, fine. I, I'll drive. And we all get in the car. We all said, let's get in one car. It was, better, it was like eight, nine of us in one car. I don't even know how we got in there. And uh, we all got in there. And I was excited. I'm like, let's go to the mall. It's our day off. We're going to hang out, pop some tags, ball. Can I get an amen? <laughs> some people are like, what? I don't even know what that means. But uh, we're just going to go to the mall and hang out. And so we, we started heading out. And about 15 20 minutes into the drive, I regretted the decision to drive to my, the day that I was born. I, I just, I, I, everybody in the car had a comment, had criticism, told me where to go, what to do, where to turn, if I was going too fast, if I was going too slow, if I was going over the little lights on the side of the road. And um, after a while, I was just like, you know what, I, I, I don't feel like driving anymore, right? Uh, we were trying to pick up one more friend on the way that lives up north, and I, I had a GPS in the car, and all of a sudden I found out it didn't have one GPS. It had like 10 GPS because everybody had something to say. I was frustrated. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Does anybody have someone like that in their life that tells you how to drive? If it's your wife or husband, don't look at them right now. Don't, don't do that. You're going to lose some points today. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I was frustrated. I wanted to pull over, and I wanted to say, Happy New Year. You drive, call an Uber, do whatever you want, but I'm sick and tired of all of you. I don't want you in this new year in my life. And I lost all my friends January 1st. And uh, <laughs> I was frustrated. I, I was so upset. And because I was looking all over the place, I was hearing them in the back and telling me to slow down and not swerve. I'm like, I'm not swerving. I'm taking you through a scenic route of Miami. Leave me alone. And I'm all over the place. Finally, I, I, look, I, was, I was just confused. I, I don't know. I lost it. And I lost the GPS too, what it was telling me to do. So I missed an exit where we were supposed to pick up a friend. And I ended up in the worst traffic at a red light. Everybody complaining in the car. Oh, my God, we're never going to get. I'm like, can you shut up? <laughs> right? And I, I finally found myself frustrated Needing Jesus one more time, right, to come and save me. And I was like, whoa, now we are not progressing or advancing because I was so distracted and looking backwards. You know, I really believe, church, I really believe that so many people in their life are not advancing, are not progressing, are not moving forward because they're constantly looking backwards. They are constantly distracted. It is 2018. I don't believe that God wants you to stay in the same place that you were in 2017. I don't believe that God wants you in the same place that you were in 1983. I really believe that God has made you to progress, to flourish, to advance. But so many of us, all we do is look backwards. Right? We are fixated on our past, whether it be good or bad. Some of us, we can't grow, we can't advance because all we do is look backwards, right? We have an unhealthy obsession with looking backwards. It is bad. It is uncontrollable. We are constantly thinking about a failure in our life. We're constantly thinking, what if, and what if I would have done this, and I remember when this person did this to me, and why did she walk out on me, and I don't understand, and imagine if I would not have done that, and what could have happened if I would never would have spent that money, and if I would have married my high school sweetheart, can I get a name, and if I, oh my God, when did I marry this way, right, we're constantly looking back. It is an unhealthy obsession, and it is suffocating or present. 
and it is robbing us of our future. Right? Just constantly looking back. I want you to write this down, church. I want you to write this down. Don't let the experience of the past rob you of the potential of your future. 2018, we're starting a brand new series. Don't let the experience of the past rob you of the potential of your future. Really believe that God has something for you. I know you've had a bad past. I know there were some days that you got hurt. I know there were some days where you couldn't make it. I know there were some days where you were hurt. I know somebody cheated on you. I know there were some days that were ugly. I know there were some days, but you were not created to look backwards. You were not made to have eyes in the back of your head because you were created to look forward. You were not made to constantly be looking at your past. You were made to look forward because God has a plan and a purpose in your life. And your plan and your purpose is not to always live looking backwards. Some of you are in here this morning and you're hearing this. It's the new year and you're still thinking about the failure of 2016, 2017, 2015. And you're constantly looking backwards. I really believe that God wants to bless your life. I really believe that God has made us with the purpose and with the plan. And his purpose and plan is not to be looking backwards. I want to tell somebody in here this morning, you were made on purpose and for a purpose. You were made on purpose and for a purpose. Somebody needs to hear this this morning. You are not an accident. You are not a mistake. You're not a random chance of the universe. You are not a self-filled frame that got here just by coincidence. You are orchestrated, God-ordained, God-made for such a time as this. You're not an accident because your parents just so happened to make a mistake. You're not here because nobody wanted you and somehow you ended up on planet Earth. It is God himself who knew your name from the beginning of time. You were made with a purpose. You were created with a plan. God has a purpose in your life. Can I get an amen. You're not a mistake. Some people in here are wondering what their purpose is in life. You know, one of the most Googled questions, people search it all the time, is why am I here? Why am I here? What's my purpose? Why? She agrees. What's my purpose? <laughs> What's, I love What's my purpose? Why am I here? People wondering why they're here. You're here because God has a purpose and a plan for your life. I know there was a lot of mistakes. I know there was a lot of failures. I know there was a lot of things you wish you could do over. But as long as you got air in your lungs, you got purpose in your life. God made you with a purpose. There's a purpose and a plan for your life. Here's something I want you to know, church, and this is vital. This is extremely important. At the outset of this series, at the beginning of this year, is that God's purposes and plans always are moving forward. Never backwards. We serve a God that is a moving God. God is never at a standstill. His plans, his motion is always forward. It's never to be still. He, he created the world. He spun the world into creation. The earth is rotating around the sun. We are rotating right now in the middle of the universe. How come we don't fall off? I don't get it. I don't understand it. But it is God. Some of us look like we're falling off, but not yet. The earth is in motion. God's plans and purposes for your life and for my life are in motion. I don't know about you, but I want to be in step 
with his purpose, with his plan for my life. I don't want to be one step backward. I don't want to be ten steps back. I want to walk alongside God. I want to receive everything that he has for me. I want to receive the blessing that God has for me, for my family, for my marriage. I want to know his will. I want to know his secrets. I want everything that God has for me. In 2018, you need to stop looking backwards and get in step with God's best for your life because God wants to bless you. God wants to lift you up. God wants to propel you. God wants you to flourish. God wants you to grow. God wants you to excel. Everything that has life grows. If you have purpose in life, you were meant to grow. Maybe today you're walking in and you say, Alex, I have no purpose. Alex, I made too many mistakes. You're in the right place at the right time. Today God can give you a brand new beginning. He's a God of new beginnings. He wants to give you purpose. He wants to show you you have a plan. You're not a mistake. You're not an accident. Today you don't have to keep looking backwards. This is what was happening to the people of God in the, in the book of Hebrews, right? The, the writer of Hebrews is writing to the followers of Jesus. The followers of Jesus at first, they were excited, right? When Jesus first ascended into heaven after his resurrection, they are excited. They're like, oh my God, we got the Holy Spirit. This is amazing. They were having parties with pita chips and hummus and they're high-fiving each other. Let's go preach Jesus. This is amazing. This is awesome. But after a while, they started getting persecuted. And after a while, some of them got thrown into coliseums with lions and bears. Some of them got kicked out of their houses, and some of them were killed. Some of them, they lost their income. Some of them, they lost their family. And there were some hard times. How many of that life can be hard? Right? Life can be tough sometimes. 2018, Happy New Year. Some of us, January 1st, we already got punched in the face by 2018. It's like, whoa, life is is tough. And so the followers of Jesus all of a sudden begin to lose heart. And the followers of Jesus, they begin to look backwards. I love the book of Hebrews because the entire book of Hebrews, the writer of Hebrews is trying to tell them Jesus is better than anything else in the world. Continue to look forward. Continue to keep your eyes on Jesus. And he's telling them, don't look back. I know it's tough, but keep your eyes on the author and the finisher of our faith. He's better than your past life. He's better than the laws. He's better than any regulations you had. He is the Savior who showed us grace, who forgave us of all of our sins. Keep your eyes on him because he wants you to propel, to advance, and to go forward. And so he's telling them, a lot of them were giving up, right? And so a lot of us, when we hear the word give up, we think that, you know, to throw in the towel and completely stop, but... I want to suggest to you that another form of giving up is standing still, right? Another form of giving up is just not doing anything. It's like, well, I mean, I, I, want, to, I want to advance, I want to go forward, but, but right now life is tough, so I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to quit right now. I, I'm just going to stop right now. And you are stagnant, you are on standby, and you're not moving forward. You know, what happens with things that become stagnant is that they begin to get a stench in their life. Uh, you ever get around water that's been just like stagnant? It stinks. Right? And so if you don't continue to move forward, you, you become stagnant, all of a sudden there's going to be a, a stench to your walk, a stench to your life. Some of us, we've been in the same stench for years, and we don't even notice it because been, we've been around the smell for so long. Right? Remember the other day we, we all went out to eat, and when we get in the car, we're all like, you can, you can tell we were eating nachos and tacos, right? Like you can smell it. You ever notice when you, you don't even smell it anymore and somebody gets into the car and they're like, what, what were you guys eating? You guys were somewhere. We're like, what do you mean? We don't smell anything. You've been around this so long, you don't even recognize the stench anymore. 
Some of us have been walking around with dead things since 2003, 2005, 2008, and we don't even recognize it anymore. And God is saying, if you stop looking at the past, and if you let go of the past, I can move you into something new. I can show you that I want to propel your life and push you forward. I want you to be in motion with the plans and purposes that I have for your life. So many of us here, 2018, you're thinking about your failures. You're thinking about your mistakes. I want to tell you today's a new day. God wants to propel you forward. I told you that in 2018, we were going to take off running. Stop thinking about the mistakes. Stop thinking about the failures. Stop thinking about what you didn't do in 2017. And start thinking about what you can do in 2018. Come on, is anybody ready to run in 2018? Come on, you better get ready to run. Tell your neighbor, get ready, get ready. I'm getting ready to run. Come on, begin to stretch yourself out. Begin to stretch out your knees and tell them I'm ready to run in 2018. I'm not stagnant. I'm not standing still. I want every single blessing that God has for me. Come on, is anybody with me at 11 a.m.? Oh, no, no, come on, you ain't with me. Somebody begin to stretch. Somebody tell your neighbor, be careful. I'm ready to go running. I'm re- come on, show me where the track is at. I want everything that God has for me. I'm not staying back. Come on, we're getting ready to do so. Oh, come on, you ain't with me. Come on, anybody with me? Are you ready to run? We can't be in slow motion when God is moving forward. Somebody said, if you're not moving, you're actually not doing nothing at all. You're actually going backwards. God has plans and purposes for our life. He wants to advance your life. He wants to propel your life. He wants to flourish. And I want to tell you today that what we have to do is that we have to be careful with our decisions in 2018. This is how we're going to start week one. We're going to talk about our decisions because decisions are important. Decisions are vital. Some of us, we already made some bad decisions starting the year. I just made a really bad decision just doing that squat right there. I just just heard. Some of us... We started the year off like, help me, Jesus. I start tomorrow. Some of us, <laughs> some of you are laughing a little bit too much. What decisions are you going to make in 2018? Your decisions are important. Write this down. The decisions that you make today, they will shape your tomorrow. Your decisions today will shape your tomorrow. What decisions are you making today? that are going to shape what you do tomorrow. A couple days ago, me and my wife were hungry. Me and Dan, we were just starving. It was like midnight. And we had been trying to eat clean. We've been doing so good for the last few months. Like We went vegan and everything, eating grass every day. Like, I felt amazing. <laughs> but it was midnight. We were hungry, and we're like, forget this. Let's just go get something to eat, right? <laughs> my bad decision. I paid for it later, if you know what I mean. It was bad. I woke up the next morning bloated, like just wanted to throw up. We hadn't eaten that bad in a long time. And I'm just like, that's a bad, because your decisions today will shape your tomorrow. 2018, we're going to make some good decisions. That's why I told you, keep that journal close to you. Make some good decisions for your marriage, for your life, for your health, for your spirit. Come on, some of us, we're going to have to make some tough decisions at the outset of this year. The first decision I want to talk to you about, and time is already flying. First decision that we need to do is that we need to make a decision to forget. We need to make a decision to forget. Some of us are so fixated, some of us are so compelled to continue to look back that we need to make a decision to forget our past. 
All we keep doing is remembering our past failures, our past success. Oh, remember the glory days. Those were the days. <laughs> These young people have no idea. <laughs> we had it great back then. Oh, man, what I did back then. You should have seen me working out. That boy can't do a squat. You should have seen me squatting. Right? Like, oh, I had the glory day. And you can't even move forward because you think that your best days are behind you, not in front of you. So sometimes it's not even failure. Sometimes it's success. And that's the danger of success, that when you have a little bit of success and then your life, all of a sudden you think it falls into a routine. And God is like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm a God who does a new thing each and every single day. I want to push you. I want to propel you. I got a calling. I got a purpose. And I got a plan. Decide to forget. Decide to forget. The other day, I heard a story about a, a young kid, right, a young kid who went up to a vending machine and all of us, when we were younger, we loved vending machines. This kid went up to a vending machine, and he picked the candy that he wanted, and he was all excited about it. And he picked a, a chocolate bar, and the chocolate bar goes down, and he sticks his hand inside the vending machine, and he's excited for the chocolate bar. All of a sudden, he, he's stuck, and he can't bring his hand out of the vending machine. And the young boy starts to cry, and the young boy starts to call out for his mom, and different people around the mall get around the boy, and they look for his mom everywhere. Finally, the mom comes running, and she's like, ay, mijo, mijo, que pasó? Hispanic mom. And, uh, and, 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 and the mom's like all crying. The boy's frustrated, and they decide to call the firefighters. And the firefighters come to the mall, and they start finding out what's wrong. And one firefighter, I think it was Richard McCarthy, he looks in there. <laughs> and he says, uh, hey, listen, young man. It's not that you're stuck. It's that the candy bar's stuck. But if you let go of the candy bar, you can actually come out. A lot of us, it's not that we're stuck, it's that we're still holding on to past failures, to past mistakes, to past old days. And if you can let go of them, then you can run into 2018 with everything that God has for you. I'm letting go of some things in my life. I'm not holding on to anything. I'm ready to run in 2018. I'm letting go of something. I'm getting them off my life. Some of us, we need to delete some numbers off our phone. Can I get an amen? Don't you elbow your neighbor right now. <laughs> Some of us need to be careful with the places that we're going, with the things that we're seeing, with the people that we're talking to. And we need to make a decision, I am going to forget. The other day, my wife decided to do some spring cleaning at the house. I'm like, it's not even spring, it's winter, babe. Like, now's not the time, right? And I'm like, babe, I got to go cut the grass with scissors. I got to shampoo the sidewalk. I got to do something. Like, I ain't doing no spring cleaning. She's like, no, no, look, our closet, we got a small closet, and I got way too much stuff. I'm the type that I like, I like saving everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got shirts in there that I haven't worn since the day I was born. I don't know. I just got, like, everything in there. She's like, babe, you haven't worn these shirts, like, never, ever. What do you do? There's no space. We don't got no more hangers. Let's start to throw stuff away. And I was frustrated. I hate doing that kind of stuff. I'm like, no, leave it. One day I'll wear it. I love it. I'll take a picture. I'll put it in a frame. I want to keep this stuff, right? And she's like, babe, come on. And she finally convinced me. And we just did like a whole cleaning all over our closet. Right? We threw away a bunch of old stuff. And after a while, I kind of liked it. And I was like, wait, this got a lot of space now in here. This is pretty cool. I can, I can do my squats in here now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Later on, as months went by, I realized that now there was space to put new stuff in the closet. It was so backed up with old stuff. My wife just said a loud amen. It was so backed up. With old stuff that there was no space for the new things. Some of our lives are so full 
of all skeletons, of all failures, of all successes, that God wants to do something new in your life, but there is no space for you to receive it. There is no space for you to grab it. And God is saying, if you just let go of some of those things, decide to forget. It's a new year. I got a new mind. I got the spirit of God living in me. I'm going to look forward. I got my eyes on Jesus. Some of us got to do some spring cleaning in our life. Isaiah chapter 43, I love what God tells the people of God. He says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the what? On the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm doing a new thing. Forget the past. Look at the way that Eugene Peterson puts it in the message. He says, forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. Be alert and be present. I'm about to do something brand new is bursting out don't you see it God wants to do a new thing in our life what is the new thing that God wants to do in your in your life in your spirit in your mind in your marriage in your family and because you're still holding on to the past you can't receive it some of us we can't grab what God has because we're still holding on to what was what does God have for you make a decision to forget in 2018 I'm going to forget some things of the past. I'm going to move forward. The second thing that we got to decide is that we got to decide to believe. we got to decide to believe. Let me tell you, one of the biggest enemies that we have, if not the biggest, is ourselves. Right? I'm sitting here, and I'm speaking to you. I'm sharing these things, right? And I know that some of us, we're in our chair like, mm-hmm. That's not for me. I don't believe it. God doesn't want to bless me. Maybe he wants to bless my wife. Maybe he wants to bless my husband. Maybe somebody else in here, but not me. New year, but same thing. And your mind keeps getting in the way. You keep saying, I I don't believe it. I don't see it. No, that God has good things for me. I I don't believe it. The first thing that you have to understand, say you forget the past, and then you decide to believe God. Wait a minute, wait a minute. God does want to bless me. Wait a minute, wait. God is for me. God is on my side. That changed the way that I lived my life. When I understood that God wasn't in heaven holding a lightning bolt in his hand ready to hit me over the head, but he's a father in heaven who loves me, who's for me, who's cheering me on, who has good things and good plans for me, I realized, wait a minute, I'm going to begin to believe that God wants to bless my life. The Bible says in the book of Psalms that the Lord delights when his people do well. God rejoices when your life is moving forward. God is excited and happy when you're doing well in your marriage, in your life, when you're progressing, when you're flourishing. He doesn't want you to be crushed. He doesn't want you to be destroyed. He doesn't want you to be depressed. He doesn't want you to be discouraged. But you need to believe it in your mind. You need to receive it in your spirit. I can say it all I want. But until you make a decision to say, wait a minute, he is my father. He is for me. He is on my side. His hand is on me. He's picked me. He's chosen me. He ordained me. He formed me unless you believe it you always be the same our mind is a powerful thing Romans chapter 12 that's why Paul said this in Romans chapter 12 he says do not conform to the patterns of this world but be transformed by the what by the renewing of our mind then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is his good pleasing and perfect will some of us we got to renew our mind this year We're already a few days in. 
Some of us already said, man, I messed up already the few, first few days. I, I'm all over the place. It's okay. It's a new day, new mercy, new grace. Renew your mind today. Make a decision today, today. Some of us, we can't believe it because our minds have been programmed and conditioned to only receive the negative. Right? Our whole life, people have been saying negative stuff about us. Right? Oh, you're dumb. Hey, you're average. Hey, you're never going to make it. Hey, you're a slow learner. You keep failing. Your first marriage failed. Your second marriage is going to fail. Look at your kids. They're all over the place. Your life is a mess. You've been like that since middle school. I remember you as a kid. Oh, you're the troubled one. You're never going to make it. You're never going to succeed. You start telling them plans that you want to do, and they laugh. And you have just come to get used to that's the way that you're going to be forever. Like, that's just the way I am. You, you're conditioned your mind to say, this is who I am. You need to begin to reject some of those voices. And you say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. When I grab the word of God, my father speaks a whole lot differently than what you've spoken to me. I've heard parents tell their kids that they're stupid and dumb and idiots. But I thank God that he's, a, he's not an earthly father. He's the heavenly father. And every single good gift that comes from above. Oh, come on. It is perfect. There is no shadow of turning in him. He says you're good. He says you're worth it. He loves you so much that he sent his one and only son to die for you. Come on. He says you are loved. He says you are chosen. He says he made you. And he knows you since you were in your mother's womb. Oh, I'm going to replace every single negative word that they spoke over my life. And I'm going to speak what God has spoken over my life. I remember a few months ago we were going on a trip, right? We were going somewhere. We, we grabbed some luggages and we start putting our luggage. And Diana's like, babe, we, we need way, way more luggages, right? Women all the time. Right? We need way more luggages. All the ladies, can I get an amen? Right, 60 pairs of shoes. We're going to be there like a day and a half. And it's like, babe. Right? Hey, we need more luggage. And I said, no, we're going to make it fit. We're gonna make, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a carry-on. I ain't checking in nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make it fit somehow, some way. I just started folding clothes military style, right? Just started rolling it up. Somehow, some way, I made it fit in one luggage. The problem wasn't the capacity. The problem was the belief. A lot of us, God wants to do things in our life. And it's not that God can't do it. And it's not that he's not able to do it in your life. It's that you can't believe that he's able to do it in your life. He can do it. He wants to do it. But you need to begin to change the mindset. Say, wait a minute. I'm going to decide to believe what God says over me. Oh, I wasn't born to be average. I wasn't born to be ordinary. There is greatness on the inside of me. I'm a son of God. I'm a daughter of God. His hand is over my life. He picked me since the day that I was in my mother's womb. Come on, somebody in here. You need to begin to believe God. In 2018, I'm stepping into God's motion. I'm believing that he's for me. Every single day, wake up. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, you look good today. My God, you're handsome. My God, you look great. I don't care what my mom told me. I don't care what my, come on anybody in here oh you're you're cute oh my god some this year you will get a wife this year you will come on god is for me god is on my side i look good today god is for me and if god is for me who can be against me all the days of my life greater is he who's in me than he who's in the world i am an overcomer i am a champion i am a warrior i will make it i was not born to be broke i was not born to be poor i was not born to be depressed i was not born to be discouraged i I was born to be victorious. I was born to be an overcomer. I was born to achieve greatness. I was born son of God. And speak to yourself. 
Come on, you got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm getting ready to attack 2018. I might have failed 2017. I might have messed up in 2017. But there's some greatness on the inside of me because the God of all creation is living on the inside. Begin to look at yourself in the mirror and say, wait a minute, you're not broke? Oh, I'm just having a little cash flow problems right now. I'm not having a bad day. I'm having a character building day. Oh, wait a minute. I'm not average. God is working on the inside of me. Oh, wait a minute. I'm not single. I just got more time to serve Jesus. Oh, wait a minute. I was born. Come on. You were born to do great. Somebody needs to get in motion in 2018. Begin to stretch your legs. Begin to do some squats and say, get out of my way. I'm done with people that want to keep me down. I'm done looking at social media, what everybody's doing. How are they living their life? What are they up to it? What are they doing with their life? What are they doing with their... Don't worry about nobody else. Worry about yourself. What God wants to do with you. Worry about your greatness. Worry about succeeding. I'm never going back. I'm not the same person that I used to be. I'm not going to be addicted. I'm not going to be depressed. I'm not going to be that. I was born to be a servant. Some of us. My God. Some of us here. We need to delete some people out of our lives. Look what so-and-so is doing. I don't care what nobody's doing. So at the beginning of this year, I deleted some stuff. I said, I got to work on me. I'm a child of God. What does God want to do in my life every single day? A marriage might have been through some issues. My kids may be all over the place. I may be broke right now. I may not have no money. Eight out of ten millionaires have all filed for bankruptcy. Next time you overdraft, just say, it's okay. I'm getting ready to be a millionaire. Trust that if God is for you, who could be against you? I'm in motion. I'm in motion. Decide to forget. Decide to believe. And last but not least, number three, decide to persevere. The writer of Hebrews says, get ready for the race that is marked out for you. There's a race ahead of you. There's a path ahead of you. That's why his word is a lamp to our feet. There's a path set out for you. Persevere. You want to tell you the truth? 2018, you're, you're all excited, right? We're all amped up, including myself, right? We're like, oh, my God, I'm here. All right, amazing. Here's awesome. As soon as we get in our car, somebody's going to call us some bad news. Somebody's going to say something negative about us. Because every single time you want to advance, there's always going to be resistance. Right? Some of us... We went to do grocery shopping, and we get home, and our family's like, why you buy all them vegetables for? Oh, I'm doing a fast. Fast? You ain't ever fasted a day in your life, boy. Already criticizing. Why, why are you going to do a fast? I want to focus on God. And I just want to get closer to Him. And just want to see what He wants to do in my life. Closer to God, man. Come on, you're not going to do anything. How many days? 21. But you're not even going to last a day and a half. Every single time we want to progress, there's going to be resistance. Come on. But it's okay. To get some altitude, you need some turbulence. Some of us in here today, we need, to make, we need to make a decision. I'm going to forget, I'm going to believe, and I'm going to persevere. In good days and in bad days. When I'm healthy and when I'm not healthy. If I got money or if I got no money. Because I don't serve God for what he can give me. I serve God for what he already gave me. And he already forgave me and he already cleansed me. And he already saved me. And so I'm going to move forward no matter what I may be facing. 
Because if God be for me, I know he's got me. Some of us, we need to look forward in 2018. I'm telling you, you need to make some decisions. He said, Jesus, he looked forward. He knew he was about to go through the cross, but he was already looking on the other side. He said, oh, but when I resurrect and when I ascend to the Father, there's a reason your windshield is bigger than your rearview mirror. Because what's in front of you is more important than what's behind you. Stop carrying around stuff. Some of us are still carrying around stuff from 1978 and 1982 when she did that. My exes, all my exes live in Texas. And you got all this discouragement. Upon. You need to move forward in what God has for you. What does God have for you in 2018? I'm going to get better. I'm going to get stronger. I'm going to be more of a man of God, more of a woman of God. I'm going to focus. I might have messed up. I might have done something. I'm, I'm going forward. God already forgot. God already forgave. With every eye closed and every head bowed. Thank you, Jesus. I believe there's some people in here that maybe today you're saying, Alex, I'm, I'm struggling. Alex, that's me. I'm carrying some weight. I'm carrying some condemnation. I'm carrying some shame. I'm carrying some guilt from some past years, from the past month, past few days. I don't know what it is, but you can't move forward because you're still thinking about what happened, what could have happened, what you could have done differently. I believe that the Holy Spirit is here, and today he wants to release you to move forward. The Holy Spirit, he, he comes to bring freedom. The Bible says that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. With every eye closed and every head bowed, as the band goes back at the song, if you're in here and you say, Alex, I, I, today I want to let that go. I want the Holy Spirit to free me. I don't want to carry this around anymore. At the count of three, you raise your hand. One, two, three, whatever it is. Whatever issue it may be, whatever failure it may be, you raise your hand. In fact, if you raise your hand, raise both, raise both of them. Come on, we're going to surrender it to God this morning. We're going to give it to him this morning. Raise both of your hands. Begin to talk to the Father right now. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you're here. God, we thank you that you love us, that you're for us, that you're with us. Holy Spirit, I pray that you move in this place right now. God, I pray that you come breaking every single chain. God, I pray that you come giving us focus for 2018, that our eyes may be put on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. God, we know that if you started a good work in us, God, you'll be faithful to complete it. God, in Jesus' mighty name, people that are walking around with condemnation, people that are walking around with guilt, people that are walking around with shame, in Jesus' mighty name, God, we declare freedom over their life right now, God. There is no condemnation. For them that are in Christ Jesus, God, I declare that they are free to move in your being. God, that they are free to move in every plan and purpose that you have for their life. God, in Jesus' mighty name, we surrender it all to you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. And we praise the name of our God. Come on, let's sing it out. quick we're living we're leaving in two minutes eyes closed head bowed all over this place one last day i want to pray for one last group of people
If you're here today and you say, Alex, I don't have a relationship with God. I'm far from God. I don't even know if God wants anything to do with me. I, I've done some things that I'm ashamed of. I'm carrying around shame and guilt. And I haven't talked to God in the longest time. I want to tell you today that he wants a relationship with you. The Bible says that all of us are sinners. I'm a sinner. You're a sinner. None of us are perfect. We've all failed God in one way or another. The Bible says, for all have sinned. And sin separates us from God. Because of our sin, we can't get to God. We can't have a relationship with God. But the Bible says that God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son, Jesus. And where sin came to separate, Jesus came to unite. The Bible says that Jesus grabbed all of my sin, your sin, all of our shame, all of our guilt, all of our condemnation, and he put it on his shoulders. And the Bible says that he went up on a cross and that Jesus paid the, the price for all humanity. He paid the penalty for our sins. What you and I can never pay for, what you and I can never make right, Jesus did it on the cross once and for all. The Bible says he died on that cross. He went down to a grave. He was dead for three days. And after three days, sin and death could not hold him down. Jesus resurrected from the dead. I want to tell you that he's alive today and he wants to give you peace. He wants to give you salvation. He wants to forgive you of your sins. He wants to give you love. He wants to give you grace. He wants to give you a brand new beginning and a brand new start. With every eye closed and every head bowed. As the church is praying, if you're here today and you say, Alex, I need Jesus in my life. Alex, I need forgiveness of my sins. Alex, I need a brand new clean slate. I need a brand new beginning. I want a relationship with God. God is not mad at you. He's madly in love with you. He wants a relationship with you. While the church is praying with eyes closed and head bowed for privacy and concentration. I'm going to count to three in a moment. And if you're in here, I believe hands are going to go up. If you're in here and you say, Alex, I need Jesus in my life. I need a brand new beginning. I need forgiveness of my sins. At the count of three, I want you to raise your hand. I just want you to hold it up for just a few seconds. I'm going to see you. I'm going to acknowledge you. And then you can put it right back down. You're doing a public declaration of what's happening on the inside. If that's you, if you say, Alex, I need Jesus. At the count of three, you raise your hand. One, two, three. Raise your hand all over this place. Amazing. 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 God bless you. 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 God bless you and 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 you. God bless 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 you. Amazing. Amazing. Hands raised up all over this place. Father, we thank you for all these hands that were raised. I can't think of a better way to start 2018 than a relationship with our Father. Seal this moment with your Holy Spirit. All of you that raise your hand, I want you to repeat this prayer with me. It's not my prayer that saves, it's faith in Jesus that saves. I'm just going to try to make it easy for you. Repeat this after me. I believe that the Spirit of God is here. All of us out loud, let's say it together as a family. Say, Father, thank you for today. Thank you for this opportunity. I admit that I'm a sinner and that my sin separates me from you. Jesus, I believe you're the Son of God. That you died for my sins, and on the third day, you resurrected. Come into my life. Be my Lord and be my Savior. From today on, I am healed, I'm forgiven, and I'm saved. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, church. Can we give them a big, big hand? Come on. To start 2018. We hope today's message has encouraged you. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel or visit us at calvaryconnect.com for more information. Till next time.